Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today I've got for you some classic Am I the Jerk posts. In the first one, a woman is not sure whether she's in the right or the wrong for refusing to give up one of the two plane tickets that she bought for herself due to her weight before we get into this one make sure you are subscribed and drop a like on this if you're excited to see what happens here we go am i the jerk for refusing to give up my extra seat for someone else's toddler on a flight that i paid for because i'm fat i am a 34 year old woman and i am obese i'm actively working towards losing weight and i've made progress but I'm still obese as I'm typing this. I'm going over to see my brother and his husband for Christmas across the country. And because I'm fat, I booked an extra seat so everyone can be more comfortable. I know it sucks having to pay for an extra seat, but it is what it is. I know Southwest Airlines has this customer of size policy, but I've had some bad experiences with Southwest even before I was obese, so I wasn't doing that. And it's mostly my fault I even got fat. Everything goes smoothly from checking in to security and boarding, at least at first. This woman comes to my row with a boy who appeared to be about a year old. She told me to squeeze into one seat so her son could sit in the other. She told me, not asked. I told her no and that I paid for this seat for the extra space. She makes a big fuss over it, which got the flight attendant's attention. She told the flight attendant I was stealing the seat from her son But I showed my boarding passes, proving that I, in fact, paid for the extra seats. The flight attendant asked me if I could try to squeeze in, but I said no. I wanted the extra seat I paid for. Wow, sorry, that is actually so poor from the flight attendant. The audacity to ask that. Surely that has to be against their policy. That's mad. The boy, who the mum said is 18 months old, was supposed to sit in her lap. So he could do just that. The flight attendant eventually told the mum to put her son in her lap. I got dirty looks and passive-aggressive remarks from her for the entire flight and I do feel a little bad because the boy looked hard to control. So, am I the jerk? Okay, first of all, no OP, you're definitely not the jerk. Secondly, I cannot believe, as I said while reading that, that the flight attendant said, oh, would you mind just squeezing up? No, that's insane. What is going on there? If someone has paid for two tickets, they're obviously entitled to do whatever they want with those two tickets. Like if I bought every ticket on the plane, I know this is a bit of a weird thing to say, but it's true. If I bought every single ticket, the flight attendant couldn't just say, oh, would you mind letting all these other guys on as well? No, I've bought all the tickets. Doesn't matter what for, doesn't matter why, they're my seats and I can use them however I want. I've also got to say, fair play to UOP for buying two seats in the first place. First of all, I imagine that that is incredibly tough to do. You've got to be pretty brave. I mean, not just financially, but also knowing that you have to do that and accepting that. That's tough, I can imagine. So fair play to you. But then it gets thrown back in your face by not just this entitled mum, but also the flight attendant saying, oh, come on, you can just squeeze, take one and a half. No, I've bought two for a reason. Thank you. Now for our next Am I the Jerk story. Am I in the wrong for not wanting to share my birthday with my dead twin anymore? I am a 16-year-old girl, soon to be 17 in three days. I was a twin. 
My brother died hours after birth. He was five minutes older than me. I was told my mother went into deep depression, but with help got better over time. I've watched videos of my birthdays from one to six years old and me sharing my birthday with my brother started on my first birthday. There's always that five minutes of remembrance in honor of him. And instead of having one candle on my cake, there will be an extra or extras for him. For example, if I was one year old, there'd be one for him. Or if I was two, they would add another two and so on. As a kid, I didn't really understand or mind because I got to blow out extra candles. When I was eight, I did question it and they told me it was in remembrance for my brother since we share the same birthday. This carried on until my 16th that I didn't get to celebrate because I ended up in hospital. My grandpa showed up at the hospital while I was recovering with a gift and wished me and only me a happy birthday. After he left, I realized I loved that he only acknowledged me. I realized I didn't want to keep sharing my birthday with my brother, but then I felt guilty. I did try and speak to my parents about me, just me, celebrating my birthday this year, but I was brushed off. Now we come to what happened four days ago. And my grandpa, who is the official cake maker in my family, asked what type of cake I wanted. I told him and added firmly, only 17 candles, please. My parents were in the next room and immediately they came in demanding to know what I was doing, that I should know that the other 17 candles were for my brother and I ended up crying and told them that he's not even here and I am. I can't remember everything that was said, but there was a lot of shouting with me and my parents and my grandpa and then me getting told that I'm selfish and I need to stop being self-centered. Grandpa left with me. I've been at his house since the big fight. I've been crying a lot and grandpa's been here for me but I feel so guilty. So I need to ask, am I the jerk? Okay, I think this one is actually pretty simple. You're definitely not the jerk. And for you, I completely understand it. And if anything, I'm surprised that you didn't say something earlier. It's been what, 17 years now. And yes, it's your twin. But 17 years has passed for someone that you obviously never knew. At this point, it's a bit ridiculous that you're having to sacrifice a little bit of your birthday celebration for this person i'm not saying for one second by the way that there shouldn't be some form of remembrance in your guys lives for your twin but not on your birthday i just don't think that's fair that's taking away from you have it on another day or do something different but to keep saying to your one child that you have to split a birthday with someone that died 17 years ago no matter how sad that is and i I accept that is is terribly sad and it is tragic i think that is just really unfair am i the jerk for not putting a stop to my stepdaughter correcting the food the host made i am a 32 year old woman and i've been dating a widower with a daughter nara who is 12 for a year we've just moved to a new city because of my boyfriend's job promotion i freelance and we're in the middle of settling down nara and i get along very well nara plays tennis since the move she's been in the school team and competed a bit the parents of her teammates often organize some kind of get together and her father and i tried our best to have her attend most of them i would say nara got along well with all her teammates and i thought the parents were friendly last week the team captain's parents hosted a potluck party at their place nara and i brought over some brownies there really was a lot of all kinds of food the team captain's father did most of the greeting telling us his wife was preparing something special for us all once everyone was at the party the wife came out of the kitchen with a special dish a recipe of a specific country now nara looks white but her late mother actually came from that very country 
the host began to serve everyone and share her recipe and ingredients and how it was not that difficult to make once you substitute the local ingredients and feel free to ask her for tips at this point nara spoke up saying that the authentic recipes included such and such and how their particular scent and taste added to the whole experience of eating the dish she said if so many substitutes were used they may as well call the dish a different name the host looked a little unsettled and told nara that she and her husband traveled a lot in their youth and she had the dish many times and knew what it was supposed to taste like and the substituted ingredients worked just fine Nara then said that her mum was from the dish's country of origin and she understood that some ingredients were hard to come by but substituting so much turned the dish into something else altogether. During all of this, I mostly kept silent. Nara was not being rude, just matter of fact and as this was a matter of her heritage, I thought she could speak up. The host spluttered a bit before saying everyone should just go ahead and enjoy her dish no matter the name. Everyone tried, though nobody asked for seconds. I personally thought it was a little bland and there were a lot of leftovers nara's team captain later called her thanking her for putting her annoying stepmom in her place when my boyfriend came back from his business trip and learned of this however he thought i should have reprimanded nara for being rude to the host he also had a talk with nara and she seemed to be sulking a bit though she wasn't grounded or anything so Am I the jerk? Hmm, I'm not sure. I think we probably have our first jerk here. I don't think this is clear cut to be fair, but I do feel like you probably should have stepped in and, and stopped her talking because I know you're saying that it's not rude, just matter of fact. Well, a lot of the time facts is very rude. And especially when someone is hosting a party and they've made loads of nice food for everyone. It doesn't matter if people, you know, don't ask for seconds or whatever. That's just not the point at all. It's not very nice to then just say to somebody, oh, you've actually made it wrong. And, oh, you should have gone and got the original ingredients that are really hard to get, by the way, from the country of origin rather than using substitutes. Also, it's not as if this person hasn't done her research. Like they said, they've, they've traveled a lot and they know what it's supposed to taste like. I don't know. It's just a bit silly in front of everyone to say, you've made the food wrong. And I do think that you should have stopped her. I mean, I'm just thinking about what my mum would do in this situation. There's no way she's just standing there. She is reprimanding me. And then she is immediately apologizing to the host and saying, I'm so sorry. Like, we don't care what the food is. We just thank you so much for all the time that you've put into it. And thanks for hosting this, etc., etc." Yeah, the more I think about it, the more that UOP should have stepped in and therefore you are the jerk. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Am I the jerk for suggesting we lock up the Christmas presents after what my niece did last year? Every year, my siblings and I, alongside our families, spend Christmas with our parents. We stay at their house for a few days. Everyone opens gifts together. It's hectic, but a lot of fun. The kids enjoy having one big sleepover with their cousins. My mum likes having everyone home again. We all pitch in. It's a win-win. Last year, my brother married Sally. She has a seven-year-old daughter, Mindy. This was their first Christmas with us. It seemed like they were having a fun time. Christmas Eve, all the kids went to the finished basement to sleep. We told the kids to not open up gifts without us and to wake us up when they did. This was repeated several times. 
Once the kids were asleep, we put all the gifts under the tree and eventually went to bed ourselves. The next morning, around 6am, I wake up early and head downstairs. I find the living room a mess. Half of the gifts were unwrapped. Several of them had been ripped from their boxes. There was Mindy playing with some of the toys. Most of the ones weren't even hers. She knows how to read and they were all labeled, so she knew this. I was in shock. I went and got my brother and Sally alongside the rest of the adults. Sally was super embarrassed. My mum was very upset. The other kids weren't up yet, so we tried to salvage what we could while Sally talked to Mindy. Not everything could be fixed and she had broken a couple of toys completely. The broken ones weren't even her own toys. Luckily, not everything was damaged and even the boxes that were, the kids didn't notice. But my nephew, my sister's son, had one of his big gifts destroyed and he was sad when everyone else got theirs while he was told he'd have to wait for a new one to come back in. Sally and my brother reimbursed everyone. Mindy didn't get to open gifts with everyone but joined the festivities later. She apologized but kept making excuses. She said she didn't want to wait and she wanted to see what everyone else got. We're all preparing to go to my parents again this year. I put in the group chat that we should either lock the door to the living room this year or put a gate around the tree so nobody can get to it. I didn't even name names, just specifically said no one. Sally and my brother got mad, accusing me of treating Mindy like a baby or an animal. I said I'm not, but this is a precaution so none of the kids are tempted. They said this isn't necessary and I'm holding a mistake over Mindy's head. I said no, I'm not. I'm trying to make sure we have no repeats. Because I know it will be asked, Mindy doesn't have autism or ADHD, and even if she did, my daughter has ADHD, and both my sister's kids are on the spectrum. They knew better. I don't think Mindy was malicious. She was only six, but I do think precautions should be made. My parents agree with me, and my brother is mad that I put it in their heads. So, am I the jerk? I mean, it's either that, or you just don't invite them, right? Like, it has to be something. There has to be some form of, of stopping Mindy from doing this again. If she can do this at the age of six, she could obviously do this at the age of seven. I don't think a year makes that much difference here with a kid that is just so dumb. Sorry. Like her parents, well, I guess her mum just can't have done a good enough job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just true. I would 100% say that, yeah, you got to lock them up somehow or just do something different or just make sure in, in any way you can that Mindy doesn't have access to the presents before everyone else at the right time like why wouldn't you do this it just makes the most sense can you imagine though waking up on christmas day and every present has not just been open but also some of them broken of course that would ruin christmas you've got to prevent that i don't know how that makes you the jerk well it clearly doesn't am i the jerk for not congratulating my sister on her pregnancy i honestly don't understand why everyone thinks i'm the jerk here so i thought i'd ask internet strangers i am a 25 year old woman and i went back home to visit my family before the holidays i'm going abroad for a vacation during the actual holiday season so this was the time that worked out best for me my sister Anne, who is 22 is married i'll call her husband rick he's 23 Anne and rick came over for dinner to see me and Anne announced that she was pregnant with their first baby. Our parents knew I was the only one who didn't. I told her I was very happy and excited to be an aunt, and I hugged both Anne and Rick. I noticed that everyone was looking at me a bit strangely, and I was like, what did I do? Anne said, I didn't say congratulations. I'm absolutely weirded out by this concept, so I said I was happy. What else am I supposed to say? Here is where I may be the jerk. I said congratulations, you got a baby in your uterus. 
and looked at me strangely and asked me what was wrong with me I was like, what the actual heck is wrong with you? Since when does having sex and getting knocked up get a congratulations? Celebration, sure, but congratulations? My parents said they were disappointed in me and Anne said I was a lost cause and wished my future wife a lot of patience, which is weird in itself. Was it such a big deal? Did I mess up? Okay, bit of a weird one to finish. Uh, to be honest, I'm not really sure if anyone is necessarily massively in the wrong here or everyone just is a bit weird. I do think that you saying, oh, I'm really happy is completely fine. I also agree. I don't think there's a necessity to say, oh, congratulations. So it's a bit weird that, that they said, oh my gosh, how have you not said congratulations? I do kind of agree to be fair. Like you've had sex, you're having a kid. I don't know. Well done. I would say congratulations if someone was trying for ages and ages and they'd had loads of problems, etc, etc. And I'd say congratulations anyway, just to be nice. But like, congratulations. Oh, well done. You're having a baby. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You would say congrats. But I do think it's a bit weird how hung up they got on that individual word. Although I would say the problem arises when you say congratulations, you've got a baby in your uterus and you just you just take the mick. Because yeah, at that point, I'm sorry, but you said it yourself. You may be the jerk. Yeah, I do think you are the jerk there. Overall though, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird story really. Get in the comments down below. What do you think about this one? It is nice to say congratulations, but I don't think they should have been so anal about it. But then you shouldn't have said what you said. So I guess what I'm saying is that everyone was kind of in the wrong here. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash am I the jerk. I hope you enjoyed it. Comment down below. One, two, three, four, five. I want to hear your thoughts. That's the beauty of this subreddit. These episodes always get the most comments because you guys get involved and that is why I love it. So get involved. See you on the next one. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.